0: Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance, and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the burner less lethal pistol launcher it is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo it can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes it's legal in all 50 states it requires no background checks and it can be shipped right to your door go to their website byrna.com slash hannity right now and you'll get 10 percent off
1: well we're coming to your city Guitars and you will all be
0: than a jail liner. And if you want a little bang in your yin come along. We saw today's inflation data. 70% of the increase in prices in March came from Putin's price hike in gasoline. Well, first of all, I acknowledge one must acknowledge um, that prices are going up. Inflation is a real issue. A lot of it is having to do with the COVID and supply chains and now uh, Putin's gas tax, essentially, uh, by virtue of uh, his invasion of Ukraine.
1: Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song sean hannity show more behind the scenes information on breaking news and more bold inspired solutions for america this is a special edition of the sean hannity show America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 243. Coming up next, our final news roundup and information overload hour.
0: All right, news roundup, information uh, overload hour, 800 941 Mm -hmm. Sean our number. You want to be a part of the program on this holy Thursday, uh, tomorrow being Good Friday, Easter Sunday coming, Passover's coming. We spent this 40-minute period with Donald Trump on Hannity last night. And it just kept dawning on me again and again as we skipped from issue to issue to issue to inflation to gas prices uh, to Vladimir Putin to Afghanistan to the border to you name it. We talked about it. And all I could think of is Joe Biden would be incapable of doing an interview that is this compelling, riveting with a guy that is as knowledgeable as Donald Trump is. It would be impossible. That's the sad state of affairs. So anyway, It was so well-received, we're going to run it here in this half hour and into the next half hour. And uh, anyway, here's the 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Yesterday, inflation rose to its highest number in 41 years, 8.5%. When you left office, it was 1.4%. Today, we learned wholesale prices are at the highest they've ever been at 11.2%. When you left office, it was 1.6%. The price of an average gallon of gasoline when you left office was $2.42, and now, well, I paid this weekend $4.79 a gallon to fill up my own tank. Uh, What happened, Mr. President, in a little over a year?
1: Well, I think a lot has to do with the fact that the energy, you talk about the uh, barrel price or the price per gallon for cars, uh, it's so much. We actually had it down to about $1.87 a gallon, and now it's. Uh, you know, you may have gotten four, but you you made a great deal because it's five, six, and even seven dollars in some places. Like I negotiated.
0: I, I followed your lead. No, I know you're a good
1: negotiator. <laughs> I
0: know
1: that. Let's take a look at your contract. So no. I think that, uh, I, it's, I mean, I just think that the energy is such a big factor and it's driving everything else up. And we are stopping production and closing up uh, wells. And we're going to Venezuela and we're asking them, we're, we're going to a dictator that, Everybody was supposed to despise, and we're asking them for oil. And we have, I call it, uh, we have liquid gold right under our feet, John, and uh, we're going to other countries. We're getting it from indirectly, we're getting it from Russia, because it is indirect, but it's still coming out of Russia at numbers that nobody's ever gotten before, by the way. We have to create uh, tremendous amounts of oil and gas, and let it be clean, and the environment my last year was record-setting clean, water and and uh, air. If you look at the air, it was record-setting, you look at the water, it was record-setting, and yet we weren't stopping businesses from functioning.
0: Mr. President, I asked you about this the last time you were on, but it's more relevant even today, and that is, you, Joe Biden inherited an America that was energy independent, it, he inherited America that was a net exporter of energy. As I said, when you left, the average price of gas around the country, including all the taxes, was $2.42 a gallon. We're now setting record high after record high in terms of a gallon of, of gasoline. And you, you made a good point here. He put all these policies in place, killed the Keystone XL pipeline. The Alberta Premier said we'd be literally 900,000 barrels of Canadian oil by now would be flowing into our country every day, which would be a good deal for America at this point. Uh, We wouldn't need to import oil as Joe did last year from Russia and Iran. But I want to get into what the solution is. They won't even consider going back to and adopting your successful policies. And I want to hone in on this. Uh, Let's start with Iran alone. This deal with Iran that would give them tens of billions of dollars, reportedly take the Iranian Revolutionary Guard off the no-fly list, reportedly allow Vladimir Putin, who's negotiating the deal, to build a nuclear facility for the Iranians. This is madness. And that we'd import oil from the Iranians. now. Would you ever make that deal with the Iranian government, the mullahs that chant death to America? So I ended a terrible
1: deal, but it was better than the one that they're looking to do now, the Iran nuclear deal. They're looking to do a deal even worse, if that's possible. And, you know, the one thing you didn't say is Israel is in tremendous peril, tremendous danger if this happens, because it's a very quick roadmap for them to have a nuclear weapon and a lot of nuclear weapons. And I can't imagine that it's going to be allowed to happen Uh, what they're doing in Congress and what uh, Biden is doing. I can't imagine that they would allow this to happen, Sean. This could very well be the end of Israel. A lot of people are saying that, too, unless perhaps something happens where Israel's going to have to take up the fight. But it it is a terrible situation. And, you know, if you look, uh, I told China you you can't buy any oil until we make a deal. Had we won this election, which we did, had we been put in place or left in place, We would have had absolutely, first of all, we wouldn't have had the Ukraine situation with Russia. But we also wouldn't have China buying massive, massive numbers, record-setting numbers of barrels of oil from Iran, which is making Iran very, very rich. I told China, if you're going to buy from them, we're not doing business with China. So the gravy train, $508 billion a year, the gravy train would end. And the other thing I did in terms of China is between taxes and tariffs, we took in hundreds of billions of dollars from China. That's never happened before. They never paid any president 10 cents. But, no, we are, we are on the wrong side of everything. We have inflation. Wouldn't have happened. We have Ukraine. Wouldn't have happened. You'll probably have Taiwan. That would never have happened. None of this stuff would have happened. And uh, some of it has to do with energy. Even the war, the barrel of oil, you know, it's money, money, money to win wars. You have, you need money, money, and money, and all. It's just very simple. The numbers are the highest they are in history. So Putin, whether he sells it directly or indirectly, is selling for more money than he's ever sold before. They're taking in massive amounts of money in Russia, despite the disaster that's going on in Ukraine. And it's a very, very sad. It's a horrible thing to watch. Horrible. So even the energy, if you really look at it, John, even the energy is involved with the Ukraine situation because the amounts of money being made are so enormous. And we could be doing that in our country with, as I said, the liquid gold that we have more of than anybody.
0: You know, it's interesting. When you were last on this program, you told the story. Well, first, I showed the video of you basically excoriating the the head of nato and saying how stupid nato was being when when nato was literally we're spending more per dot more dollars more per GDP percentage uh, than all these NATO allied countries. We're protecting them from Russia. Germany and all these other countries are making Russia and Putin rich again by doing these billion dollar deals, uh, which you said was uh, eventually backfire on them. You were very strong in your statement. You handed Angela uh, Merkel, uh, the white flag of surrender. And she said, what's this for? You can pick it up from there.
1: Well, I told Angela that you can't make a deal with Russia where you're going to get, in my opinion, 78 to 80% of your energy. She said it was 40, but it wasn't 40. It was close to 80% of their energy from Russia. And all you have to do is look at history, take a look at world war one and world war two. And uh, now you take a look at what's going on right now. And I, I did. I sent her the white flag of surrender because she said, "What? but what does this mean? I said, it means that uh, Russia has you exactly the, where they wanted you for, for a century. And that's where they've got you. And you, you're making a terrible mistake. The other thing I did is I ended the pipeline going into Germany and going into Europe. I ended the Nord Stream 2, which was the Russian pipeline going into all of Europe, but going into specifically and mostly Germany, and I ended it. And Biden came along, and almost from the first day, he approved it. But he ended the Keystone Pipeline, which is
0: our pipeline. So figure that one out. And the big lie is every month as we get new numbers on consumer price index, year-over-year year inflation. Uh, again, you left. Inflation was at, what, 1.4%. Uh, uh, wholesale prices, one6 A gallon of gas, 242 Now, you left at 1.4%. 1. with inflation, the consumer price index. Uh, Right now it's 8.5. Bloomberg came out with an estimate that the average American household is going to pay $5,200 a year in Biden's inflation tax. The poor and the middle class in this country, Mr. President, or as you call them, the forgotten men and women, they cannot afford that type of money. They're not going to be able to survive if this continues. If you're president, what would you do?
1: So what you're saying is all sounds very easy and sounds very simple. Not actually that simple. But I will tell you, this is like the biggest tax increase in history. If you look at what inflation is doing, and I saw a number today that uh, wages can go up, but they're nowhere near what's being taken out of families by pure inflation. Just the cost of bread, the cost of gas. The cost of gasoline, the cost of everything, everything is up, and then supply chain. You d- you go to stores and they're half empty. Many stores they can't get product, they can't get anything. You go to uh, luxury stores or non-luxury stores or supermarkets, and the shelves are in some cases half bare, and nobody's ever seen it. We had we didn't even have to discuss supply chain during my administration because it was it was a perfect moving machine. It was beautiful. We created the greatest economy in the history of the world. We created an economy that was better than any economy in history. Then we got hit with the China virus. And after the China virus, we did one of the best jobs in the world of doing everything, including Operation Warp Speed and everything that that entails, the therapeutics, the vaccines, everything we did, and then they messed it up with the mandate, and they absolutely... We're killing our country with the mandates, which should have never happened. This is just so sad to hear, because this was all a self-inflicted wound from inflation to the loss of energy independence. It is so sad to watch. And now add to that what's going on in Ukraine. That's a that's genocide. What what's happening in Ukraine is people have never seen anything like that before.
0: I will right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back more with uh, President Trump on the other side. Eight hundred nine four one. Sean, if you want to be a part of the program. All right. The cost of everything you see what's happening. Everything is rising. Record prices, record inflation, record gas prices, record prices for everything we buy in every store we go to. Look, if you haven't seen some of these numbers lately, you've got to you got to understand it's it's time if you have not taken advantage of the lowest interest rates that we've had in history and you're listening to bank experts from, you know, Bank of America, from Goldman Sachs predicting maybe 11 interest rate hikes in the next two years. If you've not done something like refinance your mortgage and taken advantage of these low rates or debt consolidation, um, understand debt is going to get very expensive, very fast. And you need to do it before it's too late. Our friends at AmericanFinancing.net is standing by to take your call, and they mean it. They want to help you get the lowest rate possible. They'll tell you how much you can save every month on your mortgage, maybe hundreds of dollars, maybe thousands of dollars. Over the course of your loan, maybe tens of thousands of dollars, maybe even hundreds of thousands of dollars, depending on how expensive your home is. It's a free mortgage review. Their mortgage experts are standing by now. Do it before the rate increases start 866-615-9200 866-615-9200 they're on the web as well americanfinancing.net they did a phenomenal job for two people two friends of mine in chicago new home they bought in indiana they close tomorrow at a great rate anyway go to americanfinancing.net american financing nmls 182334 org.
1: entertaining Americans coast, coast to, to coast. Sean Hannity is on
0: All right, more of my exclusive interview with President Donald J. Trump, the 45th President of the United States. Let me go back to the campaign because this is not happening by accident. Joe Biden said he would do exactly this as it relates to energy in his own words. If we don't stop using fossil fuels, we're all dead. Kiddo,
1: I want you to just take a look, okay? You don't have to agree, but I want you to look in my eyes. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel and I am not going to cooperate with them, okay? Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration?
0: No, we 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 would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. What do you see if he doesn't change course?
1: Well, Sean, he
0: actually said that
1: at the end of the debate, and then Chris Wallace saved him. Remember when I said, oh, wait a minute, so he's admitted to all of this, and then they tried to take it back, and Chris Wallace, who was a terrible commentator, saved him. But he's been saying this indirectly for a long time, and the problem with it is that if you don't go to Fossil, and we're, out, we're talking about, in many cases, you know, they today have clean calls. They today have natural gas, which is very clean. Uh, we include nuclear. We include many other things in there. But, but if you don't go to the kind of things that you're, you've been living with for a period of time, they don't have the power to fuel our great factories and to build our great businesses. Today I saw a big story that they're, uh, very millions and millions of dollars uh, are being charged on windmills because they're killing eagles. They're killing the bald eagle and other eagles and other birds. And we have these windmills all over the place, and the environmentalists pretend they love them, but they're really hurting our country. They're driving down values. They're just absolutely killing it. It's one of the most expensive forms of energy. The turbines are all made in China or Germany, so they get the advantage of that. Uh, it's just ridiculous. But the real problem is also that if you go it's green, you go green, You don't have the power to fuel our great factories, manufacturing plants, and all of the things that we do and that we're known for. You don't have the power. And it's happened with Germany. Germany's a mess right now because they tried to do that, and it's not working, and it's not working at all, and it wouldn't work for us either. We'll have to get rid of 25% of our businesses. We'd have to close factories all over the place. It doesn't have the power. The technology's not there yet. And possibly will really never be there. Alright,
0: quick break, right back. We'll continue more with President Trump on the other side, 941 Sean on number, Hannity tonight at nine on the Fox News channel as we continue.
1: Download Sean Hannity and the breaking news you might have missed today. It's Sean's insider
0: information. Hannity is on right now. All right, twenty-five now till the top of the hour. Eight hundred nine four one Sean. Uh, if you want to be a part of the program, don't forget Hannity tonight. We got a great show nine Eastern on the Fox News Channel. So back to my interview with uh, the forty-fifth President of the United States, Donald Trump. One of the more interesting things I, I I thought I asked him last night that he answered, I said, if you did run and you became president again, what is one thing, just one, that you would do differently? Well, that's part of this next segment with President Trump. Mr. President, when you look at the latest poll numbers, uh, Joe Biden is underwater on double digits on almost every major issue. Quinnipiac poll. It's not a conservative poll by any means, as you know, uh, had his approval rating today at 33 percent, 26 percent among independents in America. Recent polls have shown uh, a dramatic demographic decline for African-Americans and Hispanic-Americans in terms of their support for Joe Biden. What do you read into that? Well, nobody
1: can be surprised. You look at the border. You know, they talk about two million people. I think you're going to have 10 million people if they really knew the real numbers coming in, you could have 40, 50, or 60 million people coming in over over this four-year period. That's a horrible thing. That's a major portion of our country coming in. That's bigger by three times, four times than New York City. It's crazy what they're doing, and there's just no justification for it. We don't know who these people that are coming in. We don't know who they are. And then why would we give up energy independence? All Joe would have had to do is leave it alone. We never had it running at the border. We had the best border, the most secure border we've ever had. The wall was almost complete. It took two and a half years to get it started because I had to win 11 different lawsuits and mostly done by Democrats and Democrats in Congress. I want them all. We started the wall. It was just about finished. Three weeks, it would have been finished. Could have easily been finished. And they don't want to do it. They're letting people invade our country. This is an invasion of our country. And the other thing, and, and it can't be said strongly enough, it really started going as horrible as the border was, it's horrible. There's never been anything worse for any country. You could take a third-world country, a fourth-world country. Nobody has ever allowed people to invade their country like is happening to us. We have no idea who the people are. They're terrorists in many cases. There are many jails are being emptied from many countries. Last week, it was 129 different countries People entered from those countries, 129 countries, and they're emptying out their jails into the United States of America. It's a tragedy what's going on. But a big point, a big time in this country, the greatest embarrassment of the history of our country was the way we surrendered in Afghanistan. And I was getting us out with dignity, with strength. We hadn't lost a soldier in 18 months. The Taliban was listening to me very strongly They weren't doing anything against us. We were going to get out with dignity and strength. When we got out, 13 dead soldiers, many, many soldiers without legs, without arms, who have been just obliterated, that people don't talk about. We left American hostages in that, frankly, you talk about better than any show on television because you're one of the few people that even mentioned it. And we left $85 billion worth of the best military equipment anywhere in the world. I rebuilt the military, $2.5 trillion. I upgraded our nuclear so that we have the most powerful nuclear force in the world. In many ways, I hated doing it because of the power, but we had stuff that we didn't even, it was 50 years old. We didn't even know if it worked, but we did everything. And by the way, when when Putin talks about nuclear, everybody shies away. They don't want to talk. They don't want to, because this is a genocide that's taking place. We have the strongest, most capable nuclear anywhere in the world because of what I did. I rebuilt it. It was we we literally had no idea whether or not it even worked. And I I, as I said, because of the power, because of the awesome power and strength, I hated to do it. But we had no choice. We had no choice. But we have more than he has. We have as powerful or more powerful than he has. And people shouldn't be pushing us around. It's so sad when you see tens of thousands of people dying. You know, finally, they're giving accurate numbers. It's far greater than the numbers that you heard in Ukraine. But we're being pushed around, and we shouldn't be pushed around.
0: One thing that President Zelensky made very clear in an interview with 60 Minutes this weekend, and I see this for myself, I, I really think this is very simple. No American boots on the ground, that's part of the Trump doctrine. Overwhelming force, that's part of the Trump doctrine. The Reagan doctrine is no boots on the ground, provide... Uh, allied nations, the ability, the weaponry, so they can fight their own war. The Ukrainians have shown they're willing to fight. They need the weaponry to do so. I don't see NATO stepping up with the degree of urgency I think they need to, or Western Europe, or the United States either. I don't know why Joe has this mysterious reluctance and resistance to allow Poland uh, to give Uh, President Zelensky in Ukraine, MIGS, uh, especially when you look at the devastation. We have mass graves, we have innocent civilians being slaughtered in the streets, we have entire neighborhoods leveled, we have war crimes and atrocities that have been well chronicled from Bucha to Mariupol. Mariupol's 95% wiped out, it's all rubble today. Um, I asked you the last time you were on whether you think that this is evil in our time, do you believe this is evil in our time? I think in 100 years, people are going to look back and they're going to say, how did we
1: stand back and NATO stand back, which in many ways I've called a paper tiger. Don't forget, I rebuilt NATO because when I became president, the first thing I noticed when I went there to the first meeting was that most of the countries were not paying or were paying far less than they were supposed to. There were only eight out of 28 countries that were paid in full. The United States was. Not only one of them, we were making up the deficits in order to protect Europe. We were paying possibly 80% of NATO to protect them. And then they take advantage of us yet on trade, because on trade, they're every bit as bad as China. They treated us very badly on trade. We changed a lot of that around, but they were very tough on trade. I asked Angela Merkel, how many Chevrolets are you selling this month in Munich or Berlin? And she looked at me, well, probably none. I said, you're exactly right, none. And yet we had the Mercedes-Benz and the Volkswagens and all of them. We had all of the German companies. And the same thing with farmers. Our farmers sell virtually nothing to Europe. You take a look at what we sell, and yet we take their product. They treated us very badly in trade, and we defended them. And we really, if you look at the real numbers, I'll bet you it's close to 80%. I said, you have to pay. And if you don't pay, we're not going to defend you. And as soon as I said that, everybody, we took in hundreds of billions of dollars. And NATO became rich. It was going down at a level that nobody, it was not even, it would not have been sustainable. You wouldn't be in a position now of, of giving them a rifle, let alone billions of dollars worth of equipment. So we did, I had a big impact. And then they, and by the way, that was an impact against Russia. The pipeline was against Russia. The sanctions were against Russia. And then I listened to the fake news say, Oh, President Trump loved Russia, and he didn't do much about Russia. Well, I stopped the pipeline, the biggest thing they've ever done. I created a powerful NATO because I got people to pay what they had to pay. They weren't paying. And and nobody did sanctions like I did. So with all of that being said, when I look at what's happening, it never would have happened under the Trump administration, regardless of, of strength one way or the other. I knew Putin very well. Almost as well as I know you, Sean, and I will tell you, we talked about it. We talked about it a lot. He did want Ukraine, but I said, you're not going into Ukraine. He would never, ever have gone into Ukraine. And President Xi of China would never have even thought about going into Taiwan, not during the Trump administration. And even the radical left crazy people, the radical left actually mostly agrees with that. They actually say that. And I said, Chuck Todd, Sleepy Eyes Chuck Todd on NBC Fake News said the other day, he said, why didn't any of this stuff happen during the Trump administration? And Blinken and others could not answer that question. But I can tell you why. Putin never would have done it. Never. With Russia, look, remember this, not easy. I had the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, which made it very difficult to deal with Russia. Despite that, I got along with him. We understood each other. And I got along very well with President Xi. I made one of the greatest trade deals ever made, not only the US USMCA with Mexico, Canada, but the deal, the trade deal I made for the farmers with China and manufacturers with China until the China virus came in. That was that was a bridge too far. That was it, as far as I was concerned. Because, you know, China's taken advantage of the United States for from the day they started dealing with us, from the day it was the horrible it was a horrible thing that happened. They were taking out 500 billion dollars a year for many, many years. I got back hundreds of billions of dollars with the taxes and with the tariffs, and I had to fight for it because we had guys like Toomey, Republicans, and all of the Democrats. But Toomey, a Republican, that's why he's not running anymore because he, he would have got he would have gotten shellac in Pennsylvania. But some of these people they didn't want to charge China anything. I said, why wouldn't you tax them when they're taxing us? You know, China puts massive tariffs on us, but he didn't want to, and others. I'm not just talking about him, others. I call these stupid people. So they're allowed to do it to us, but we're not allowed to do it to them. Is that what it is? Well, yes, that's called free trade. I said, no, that's called stupid trade. Anyway, we uh, we did great. We created the greatest economy in
0: history, Sean. Let me stay on Russia and China for a minute. Uh, One report out this week, Vladimir Putin will make more selling oil and gas this year, estimated to be three hundred and fifteen billion dollars. That's almost a billion dollars a day. Obviously, that will fund his war effort against Ukraine. And after watching Putin invade Ukraine. Do you believe President Xi will try to take Taiwan? Uh, he has shown a lot of aggression, flying fighter jets over their airspace. Keeps talking about reunification. That would be a takeover. And who do you think is the bigger geopolitical threat, Russia or China?
1: Because of the massive economy of China and because of the amount of building that they're doing of uh, their military. You take a look at the number of planes that they built. Uh, they're building brand-new aircraft carriers. Uh, they're doing a lot of nuclear. We have much more than them right now, but within five years, they'll have caught us. And Russia and us are the two biggest, uh, but they will have caught us within five years. But what they're doing with their money, with their wealth, the wealth that they are making and they're spending, I like the island that they're building. They're building a fortress. He said to everybody that, no, this was a housing development. I said, how come? You have the longest runway I've ever seen. The guy in the housing development doesn't need a runway that's 20,000 feet long. Why are you doing that? They never really had a very good answer. But, look, uh, I, you always have to say they're both very, very difficult because of nuclear. You know, that sets everything apart. That puts it into a different perspective. But uh, if you look overall, including economy, China is a massive economy. Russia is a big economy, but much smaller and I think uh, got to watch both of them very carefully. I will say this: what Obama and Biden did is they did the all-time worst thing that could happen. They drove, because of energy and other reasons and stupidity, they drove Russia and China together. That was something that never could have happened because they're neighbors, never friendly neighbors. They did the all-time worst thing. They drove those two big monsters together.
0: Let me ask you a question. I know you would not answer the question if I ask you now, are you thinking about running again in 2024? I don't think you would, I don't think you'd give me the answer, except you'd probably say you will be very happy with the answer. Some people will be happy with the answer. Okay. Here's my, but here's a question I do have for you. If you were president, now that you've had some time to reflect on, on your presidency, and I'm sure you are thinking about whether it's the right thing for you and your family to do, Uh, And I know many people in this audience want you to run again. My question would be just one thing, just one, that you would do differently a second time.
1: Well, look, there are many things you do differently. We had an incredible administration with tax cuts and regulation cuts and rebuilding the military and uh, warp speed. And and, uh, think of this, just Space Force. We did so many things. But I think one of the things that I would do differently is, you know, I found the media is so corrupt that I would really not focus on them almost at all. i just focus on getting the job done for the American people, just bringing our country back, getting it back to where we had it. And we have a lot of things we can do, and we can do them fairly quickly. And if we don't do them, we're not going to have a country left. We have to close the borders. We have to let people come in only legally. We have so many things. There has never been such destruction done to Whoa. This country so quickly.
0: Don't forget Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern, on the Fox News channel on this holy Thursday. Anyway, look, tax season is always a a crazy, crazy stressful time. Uh, But it's especially stressful if you fall for one of these fake IRS scams. Now, you have scammers out there. They pretend to be IRS agents. They ask for your personal information, your bank accounts. Oh, they'll tell you they're going to wire you money right on the spot. Uh, Hang up. The IRS does not contact taxpayers uh, any other way except through the mail. Now, every day, all of us are putting our personal information at risk on the Internet, and LifeLock.com sees all these threats that we would miss on our own. They'll scour the dark web on your behalf to see if your information is compromised in any way. If it is, you get an alert. If your identity is stolen, you get a dedicated restoration specialist to help you fix it. Anyway, LifeLock by Norton, very low annual rate. You get an additional 25% off your first year when you go to LifeLock.com or call 1-800-LIFELOCK, but you have to use the promo code HANNITY. You want to protect your good name and reputation, your finances, your credit score? You can do it. LifeLock.com, 1-800-LIFELOCK. Save 25% promo code HANNITY.
1: Digging deep. Expose how the government wastes your money each and every day. This is The Sean Hannity Show.
0: That's going to wrap things up for today. Hannity tonight on the Fox News channel. What a disaster for the country and for Joe Biden uh, in terms of uh, approval ratings, the economy, the Ukrainian conflict. I mean, it's a disaster. Uh, We have uh, Mike Huckabee, Victor Davis Hanson are going to join us tonight. We have the latest on Biden family syndicate corruption, Monica Crowley and Miranda Devine. We'll see you tonight, back here Monday. Have a great weekend. Have a great Easter weekend. Happy Passover and happy Easter to all. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now the same Hollywood that sold the American dream. They are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N.
1: It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a and b with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800 334 q for details. Always dive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael.